Uh, is the intro music supposed to be playing? Okay. Uh, yeah, it was, but I didn't hit the live button. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm <laughs> like, okay, wait, is it just me? Is this fun? All right. <laughs> Welcome to the After Listening Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Lee. Today I'm joined by Terry O, and we're going to be discussing K-pop. We did a genre discover these past week, two weeks, and we're going to be diving in and talking about it. Sweet. But first, what have you been listening to lately? So, uh, my off-topic recommendation this week is, uh, of course, I listen to everything, but somehow this flew under my radar. Um, Zed, one of the EDM producers out there, he did a song with uh, X Ambassadors and Logic. Okay. Have you heard this song before? Don't think I have. What's the title of the song? Uh, Transmission. Transmission. No, I definitely have not. Yeah. Are so it's, it's, it's older. It came out already, it, like a long yeah, back. It's old. The song is like seven years old, but like I just oh. came across like my my algorithm. So I'm gonna play that for you, and I want to get your reaction to it. Okay. It is fire. Yeah, so that's the gist of it. Uh, what do you think of that one? That how have I not like? If you had asked me before telling me about this song, do you think you know every Logic song that he's come out with? I'd have been like, yeah. <laughs> Somehow I've missed this one. That was pretty good, dude. Yeah, I mean, I was like, just, you know, just the algorithm was doing this thing or whatever, and then the song came up, and I was just like, Logic, Zed. I was like, X Ambassadors. Hold up. I recognize right? all three of those names, but not like together on the same. Uh, yeah, song. like and I, I think like, you turned me on to Zed a long time ago. But yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, collab, man. Oh I don't yeah, know how that yeah. flew under our radar for so long, right? Us, us both being huge fans of definitely Logic. Uh, I'm a somewhat fan of Zed. I think you might be a bigger fan of Zed than I am, but yeah, yeah, that was insane. Here on the After Listen podcast. We discuss a random music topic or genre or artist to share and debate or just basically discover different genres amongst each other. Uh, we love music and we love music discovery and that's the whole point of the show. Now that that's out of the way, let's get to some obligatory disclaimers. Number one, we respect each other's opinion regardless of how wrong or terrible that they may be. Number two, we're just discussing the music. If an artist gets canceled before, after, or during a discussion, that does not mean that we're advocating or, you know, defending them. We just talk about the music. So what they do off the microphone, that's their business. And now that that's out of the way, let's get into the show. Well, one final disclaimer for you listeners before we, before we move into it. Um, if you plan to try and become fluent in Korean, uh, you need a little bit more than just listening to K-pop consistently for two weeks much much to my chagrin uh and addendum to that disclaimer just because you're listening to k-pop and they randomly start speaking english that does not mean you understand korean no <laughs> no it does not because <laughs> that has tripped me up a couple times listening to k-pop i'm like okay i don't understand nothing they're saying then all of a sudden a few sentences slip through the cracks i'm like hold up did i just no no okay never mind i'm tripping and then they'll do it again. I'm like, hold up. Am I really? Okay. Something's happening. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, this is uh, your your genre discovery, Brandon Lee. So take it away. 
Well, um, so I guess I'll just start out by saying um, I basically have like never really listened to K-pop before this. Like maybe the like five to ten songs you had sent me over the years, I might listen to like once or twice, but never consistently or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't know. Like I had a, a kind of generalized pop culture idea of what k-pop was but like i really didn't know like the meats and potatoes of it i guess so to speak which was a big reason why i wanted to do it was because i thought you know love to learn figured it'd be a good good avenue just exploring something new and and seeing you know kind of digging in and seeing what uh, what is it about k-pop that has like so many people worldwide going crazy you know Mm -hmm. um i will say off the top that don't know if I could call myself a K-pop fan necessarily after this, but I will definitely say that there are, I don't want to say it, there's definitely songs that, there's songs for everyone in K-pop, I feel like. Um, it's a very wide genre that kind of encompasses and fuses a lot of different sounds together to kind of draw a lot of people in. So if you're trying to get into it as a genre, you know, there's definitely do some searching around. You probably will, there's probably an artist or a group or a band or whatever you want to call them that has a sound that's like right up your alley. I really want a bit. Um, one thing I did want to do, just not really necessarily listening to music, but I did just I was curious as I was listening for like like the first week, just what the history of K-pop was. And apparently it's kind of interesting that it like they have it what's going on now is called like the third way. So it started in the nineties. I'm not gonna like get into the weeds here. I'm just gonna get a brief overview. Um, yeah. started in the nineties, kind of got even bigger with like the early 2000s into the 2010s and then with like BTS and like early 20 teens into like the mid to late 20 teens it like really you know that's whenever it blew up and from the start like I mentioned just a minute ago from the start what's really been a key factor in what's like kind of catapulted it to it's you know the level of success it's gotten is the fusion the fusion fusing of different sounds um from hip-hop to rock to more American pop to, you know, everything in between, um, electronic. Like I said, there's literally so many different sounds and stuff, and that's really been a key part of it from the beginning, which I thought was just, like, super interesting. Moving on to what I really focus on whenever I was listening to, I I don't know how much I want to blame YouTube's algorithm, but uh, Mm -hmm. mostly, like, more recent, like, probably, like, maybe, like, 2013, 2014 to now-ish, for like the the era, I guess, of, of songs that I mainly listen to. I did go back and try to listen to like some 90s and 2000s, but they definitely like had much more of the like typical boy band, girl band, like pop group sound, if that makes sense. Kind of like that traditional Backstreet Boy NSYNC sound. Yeah, like again, you did have a little bit here where it would like fuse. You might have like a little bit more of like a rocky beat than like the traditional NSYNC or whatever, but it's still at its like root and core was that which is not necessarily for me so it's kind of you know I did give I I feel like I did my due diligence and spent a few days just trying to listen to that but just was not having fun so then I like I said jumped to the more modern ones and it's just once it blew up in popularity just the sounds that you can find within the genre especially within recent years it seems that a lot of songs kind of trend towards more hip-hop-y beats and, and sounds Yeah, that's the one thing I noticed about K-pop, which I have some thoughts on it, but I'll let you continue. Well, definitely, definitely jump in with your thoughts. um, Okay, okay, I'll jump because I was this is this is like a key point that I have is that it's like very hip hop sounding now in a lot of ways. So if you have thoughts on that, yeah, let's let's dive into it. All right, so jumping right into it, um, 
I love all genres of music. Um, and by no means am I saying I'm a purist in any form or fashion. To me, if it sounds good, it sounds good. But the main thing that drew me to K-pop was the obvious hip-hop influence. Um, considering that hip-hop is, by at this point in time, pretty much like the number one genre in the entire world. Um, in some form or fashion, there's all different types of rap from English rap to... Uh, I heard like some Persian rap before, I mean, and now Korean rap and all various different flavors of it, uh, the Latino rap explosion, all of that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there's different, uh, a whole lot of um, variations of hip hop influence. That being said, I love K-pop. I enjoy a lot of it. And by no means am I denigrating it or whatever else, but it is a lot of, uh, uh, I don't know the word I want to use. I don't want to come across the wrong way, but. It's definitely a lot of appropriation, it seems, of the hip-hop and of the um, African-American culture within K-pop, um, which, I mean, some people may find that offensive. Me, I find it pretty dope. Uh, it, just, it, just go, it just goes to show you how much our influence um, of R&B and hip-hop has transcended um, into this whole other world, um, and this culture has in sense embraced that culture and kind of made it their own mm-hmm. um but it is funny to me seeing you know these you know these asian kids or whatever out there doing their thing and i'm like hold up that looks kind of okay you know <laughs> i just kind of just turn my head to it I'm like again i'm not trying to be the arbiter or any of this but i'm just like i see what you're doing i appreciate it you know it's it's, it's kind of humbling you know it, it's nice to see i put it that way i mean i'm coming there from a positive perspective some people don't like it in general, but to me, I, I just, I, I enjoy the art form for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, so I feel like there were several songs that were more, like, like I don't, they wore their influences on their sleeve, I guess is one way to say it. Um, yeah. And you can tell for, for several songs, I thought you could tell that like, it's coming from like a place of love almost like. Or, or I guess more like some groups and like the sound they were trying to emulate was like, I don't know. And I could be wrong. It could all just be like, you know, they found out this sound is profitable and they tried to emulate it. But I don't know. I, I got the feeling for, like I said, several groups that like they had a love before they started making music of like, you know, American hip hop sounds and, and R&B and, and stuff along that along that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, if you're a hip hop fan and you're making music, even if you're making a, a you know, eight people, girl group, dancing, pop song. Like, if you're a fan of hip hop, you're gonna want to throw in some of that in there. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And they do. And it's at first, it was very jarring to go from like, you know, young men and women doing poppy sing like almost bubble pop type sound, and then like it'll just, which I know we do it too here in America, but just to go from that to into a verse but it just like break it down yeah <laughs> and just like spit some bars for a few seconds or a few minutes and then just like go back to that um also a big thing i know i, I made the kind of joke disclaimer at the start but whenever you don't understand the language of what's being what's being saying slash wrapped mm-hmm. um it really kind of makes you focus more at least you know for me i'm more of a lyrically focused person in in general whenever i listen to music so it really kind of forced me to listen to more of the you know the different beats and the production and like just the flow in general which i know you talked about you know a few english words or whatever that they'll slip in through randomly Mm -hmm. throughout the song yeah Um, 
I was routinely impressed, especially like in those like hip hop sections where they would do that and they would still like keep the rhyme, like switching from Korea, like one line will be in Korean and the next time will be in English and they'll still rhyme with each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fire. Like that's, a, that's one of the things that also intrigued me about it as well. Um, just the, obviously I don't speak Korean, but just the cadence of it all mm-hmm. to where they can keep the flow and still be bilingual or trilingual um, as far as I know. Um, but just still keep the flow with it. And, and, the, and even with the, sometimes the song would change tempos entirely and they'll still just maintain the lyrical flow. So me again, not fluent in Korean. I don't know what I'm listening to at the time. But <laughs> that being said, I was like, okay, this is dope. I will I will interject this one little moment when I first discovered K-pop. It was through, through like a random YouTube video thing. And they said the word nege. And I think in Korea that means love. I heard, that, I heard that. I heard that word a few times in a few separate songs and I had to stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really was like, what? What? I'm like, hold up. I was like, yeah. I get y'all I get y'all appropriating the culture, but we can't be dropping <laughs> in bombs like that. Like, <laughs> like you going too hard with the copy and paste. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta make it your own a little bit. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, they're talking about what's going on, nigga. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have to rewind that back. But and I had to look at the translate, and the translation was, you know, my like love. It's- Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was like kind of like sweetheart. They're trying to say sweetheart, but it came off as nega, and it sounded like I'm saying something else. So, <laughs> and don't you repeat it, Brandon. But uh, <laughs> unless I'm speaking Korean, I will not. All right, good. <laughs> Which I also don't know Korean, so probably won't. Right. Um, you actually touched on something I wanted to mention briefly. You said trilingual. There was one of the songs in that playlist I sent you. Uh, Cold-Blooded by Jesse, I think. And she's mm-hmm. actually kind of interesting because she actually grew up in America, um, was born in like New Jersey or Staten Island or somewhere like around that area until she was 15 and then moved to Seoul, I think, mm-hmm. or moved to South Korea. But mm-hmm. And she's definitely more of like a, like whenever, at least whenever I Googled her name, she was listed as like a rapper, not a, I don't even know what you'd call it. It's a K-pop artist. She had a line in one of the the songs that I posted in that playlist for you where, you know, she does the thing where she's Korean to English, Korean to English, throughout the song or whatever. And then it's just one little bit where she says, I think, hasta mañana, which is like, you know, Spanish for see you tomorrow or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I heard that song, I believe I was in my car driving to work. And that, for a few seconds, broke my brain. Just talking <laughs> about like switching back and forth because I was like, yeah. okay, wait a minute. I've recognized that, but it wasn't English. Did I just hear what I think I heard? I had to like replay it a couple of times to like catch it, but I thought that was kind of cool. I actually, after I heard that, I was like kind of keeping my ear out. I was hoping I would catch a few more like trilingual little bits like that, but I didn't come across any, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always dope when, when you kind of, your ears kind of perk up, like you're enjoying a song and then you kind of just tune in on a specific aspect of a song. I love that. Um, this first song video, sorry, I'll probably a little close to my mic there. This first video I want to play, um, it's, I'm probably not like pronouncing this right, but it's N-M-I-X-X, and the name of the song is Dice. So that was the, the group, N-M-I-X-X. Okay. Let's check it out. Okay. That was, that was different. I never heard of them before. Um, I like the Switch, though. That Switch is, though, I'm a big fan of when the music switches up in a song. So yeah, that's actually, that was the main reason like I first like 
because what I was doing is as I was listening, just have you know random recommended you know playlist songs or whatever. I, if I liked one, I would just give it a heart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this was, I think, the very first one that I that I actually gave a heart as I was starting to listen because of that that change. As soon as that changed, it I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause it was, it was like literally maybe like the fourth or fifth song I was listening to. And like, it just really caught me off guard. Cause again, I was going into this, this expecting kind of more poppy traditional stuff. And it just, yeah, it hits pretty hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was digging it. Oh, the one thing, hopefully I'm not stepping on your toes, but the one thing I will say about K-pop in general, the music video production is beyond outstanding. Like, it is. Yeah. It is so good. Like, it makes me miss the era of when music videos were super important to album sales and, you know, telling the story of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, it just seems like, you know, just get an iPhone and, and be in a parking garage with five or six cars and you got a music video. Um, but I just like the fact being that they take it really to heart with the special effects and the, the yeah, story. And the CGI, and it, yeah, the CGI like... is... It's like crazy. So I'm like, dang it. Like it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's, it's fun to watch production value. You can just tell, like it's just high value from top to bottom. And it was also kind of why I'm, I'm glad you did bring that up. Cause that was one of the reasons I picked that, 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 that song, you know, in addition to the, the change halfway through or whatever the, that was one of the like more kind of out there. Like I didn't really know what was going on, but I was like intrigued the whole video as I was watching it, you know, it's like, okay. Um, yeah, me being a D and D fan, the the fact that I saw the dice rolls of that video, I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, us both being D and D fans was also, a, I'm not gonna lie, a, a small factor in why I picked that song. Want <laughs> to be a good, good one to catch us. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and play the next song. Um, I'll go ahead and say this is a song that I felt was a little bit more rock infused, uh, rock rock inspired, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a whole other genre. K rock is now there is there is Korean rock that's by itself, but I, yeah, I did get a little bit uh, down in the mud, I guess, trying to figure out like where K pop leads into exactly these other like where is there a line? But it's really not a, a clear line, you know, exactly as where it ends and begins. But mm-hmm. um, kind of where I settled on it was if it was like a a boy or girl group and they weren't themselves playing the instrument i put it under k-pop i feel like that was fair yeah yeah that's fair but anyways and this is another one where the video is kind of kind of good hey y'all what's up uh we forgot to mention the song so the song i'm listening to for the first time is called scream by dreamcatcher obviously we can't play it here because of copyright but just to let you know this is a song we're about to talk about bye I wasn't really, I was watching my screen, so I wasn't watching you. What was your reaction to that? How do you feel about it? Okay, so that's my first time hearing that song. First time even hearing about that group in general. Um, I will say, honestly, I like the video. The video, I like the story behind it, the fantasy Yeah, it's like a, like a fantasy like, journey going on. Yeah, I can dig that. The song itself is kind of, meh. I mean, it's not bad. Um, it's just... It's kind of typical. So to me, it's like one of those songs that I would hear, but not hear, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. It's like almost kind of background-ish. But the video will win me over. But if I heard the song on the radio, I probably would have, honestly, probably would have skipped it. Um, but but the video, if I caught the video, like that that will stop me in my tracks and make me want to um, listen to the song more to see what kind of 
story to tell. Yeah, the video was actually, I think, probably the, the biggest reason um, I decided to pick it because, like you said, it's like the whole like fantasy story going on in the background really kind of like drew me in. And again, just the production value and all that was like top notch. Definitely hooks yeah. you in. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, like if I were to take that video and like took the song out and threw an Evanescence song on top of it instead. That's that the whole like... the whole song makes me think of Evanescence, honestly. I'm glad you said that. Yes. Like that was the vibe I was getting. I was just like one hundred percent. And it definitely does. Like it starts out a little bit more like with that um they have that like, little guitar riff through like, right there at the beginning or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it definitely like slowly bleeds into the more like synthetic pop notes like towards yeah. the middle end of the song yeah yeah so yeah i was expecting it to kind of go harder than that but then it kind of just softened up and yes, just did the whole pop thing that's the opposite of that yeah but again that was kind of what i was talking about earlier where like you might have some some elements infused here and there but like ultimately a lot of things at its core like it's still going to go back to the pop yeah one big thing that i've i've noticed in just a handful of songs and I, I think might be kind of bigger going forward is like actual American artists collabing with different K-pop groups and, and artists and such. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know the rapper Anderson Pack? Yeah, yeah. So he did a collab with this uh, guy named RM. Okay. Um, again, this one also has a pretty unique music video. Okay, before you even interject, I just want to say right away, I'm adding that to my playlist. It's a jam yeah. and a half, right? Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting that. Like, because it, it was all right. The first verse is okay. The second verse won me over. And then after that, like, I was like, okay, I'm I'm digging this. Like, it's such like that perfect, uh, not like, it, it could be like the party starter as well mm-hmm. as kind of like the party's kind of winding down. Like, it's like that perfect in between. Like, we're not at the maximum hype-ish, but at the same time, we're like, we're kind of getting that way. So it's kind of like a, like a pregame situation. But yeah. also a upbeat feel good kind of thing. It's upbeat feel good, but it's not like super hype, like angry angst or anything like that. It's just yeah, it's a good feel good, upbeat song, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's dope. That's dope. But I'm a big fan of Anderson Pack. I, I really wish, I I really wish he you know could have made the music video, but but still without him making the, the cameo in the video, it's still you still feel his presence. You know. Oh yeah. In, in the video. So, and he's on. I don't know if you noticed, but he's on the chorus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's him doing the hook. I, I mm-hmm. recognize the voice right away. Um, yeah, it's got a pretty distinct voice. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. So that was yeah, actually I like, that, like that was the first song during my my discovery journey that I came across that like had a, a American artist that I actually was like I knew of. I guess um, mm-hmm. this might have been others. I just wasn't aware of who they were. And there's there's a couple others. Like Psy, and this was actually, I don't know how this passed me by, but you know, Psy of like Gangnam Style fame yeah. um, yeah. had a song with Snoop Dogg in like 2014 yes. or something, Hangover. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember that one. <laughs> and then uh, Cardi B actually did a song with like a full verse and everything with uh, Blackpink, mm-hmm. which... I'll go ahead and say, out of all the groups that I've, I've listened to and discovered over these last couple of weeks, Blackpink is probably my favorite. I'm just going to put that out there. Blackpink is top notch. Um, there was one I was going to send you, because um, I like Blackpink, of course. Uh, but um, actually, I might play it for you now, if you don't mind. If yeah, you no, do. go ahead. Uh, let me see if I can play it. I, uh, I had to kind of 
I really wanted to just like listen to their like just full discography, but I wanted to kind of keep the the algorithm varied while I was still just, you know, trying to just listen as much as I could. Yeah. I didn't want it to start just every other song to be Blackpink, but I'm definitely yeah. probably going to go back and listen to more of them like after yeah. after this. Yeah, definitely. Like they they're pretty solid. Uh, um I don't know their full origin story. I just know I probably caught on to them probably within like the last year or year and a half, like a couple songs that I've heard. I'm just like, okay. All right. I'm digging this because like they had the one song called do 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 whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first time earlier today actually. Yeah, that was dope and the remix is even harder. So and I'm yeah, and I know we're both fans of eight oh eights and the remix goes pretty hard with the eight oh eights. I didn't even know there was a remix. I'm gonna have to track that down after this. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Well I'll definitely send that to you offline. But the other group, uh similar to uh Blackpink, which this is already playing, I guess my will. There we go. Um, it's a group called Four Minute. I'm not sure if they're still active, but um I discovered them when I was learning about K pop. Um so I'm going to play them for you real quick and tell you and let me know what you think of them. Okay. That was fire. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And that was, see, that was four minute. What's the name of that group? I didn't four come across minute. them like at all. Oh, what? That's crazy. I know. right? Well, that's the name of the song. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try it. That just happened. <laughs> Stars aligned on that one. <laughs> How old is that song? I didn't pay attention. Uh, let me see. I think this song came out seven years ago. Man. Yeah, but like I discovered them on that random YouTube video talking about K-pop or whatever. So I was like, okay, they're pretty good. And um, I have that song and I have another song by them called Volume Up that's pretty much like straight up party song or whatever. So um, I have that added to my, my little playlist every now and then when I want to turn up. Yeah, I'm going to be tracking them. Just probably just pulling them up and just checking out several of their songs after that mm-hmm. assuming that they're all kind of in that same vein yeah 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 for sure well before we play the last video um let's take a break and get to the last song and process some k-pop all right so this last song do you remember in around like 2012 2013 the rap song that came out chicken noodle soup yes with the soda on the side yeah i remember that mess so there was a remake a k-pop remake that came out a few years back. And this is one of those where I was talking about earlier where you can tell it's like uh, the, the influence, you know, you, you, it's coming from like a place of love. Cause I actually looked up like, how did he, did he like buy, like, how did he, how was he able to like remake this song? He literally mm-hmm. like bought the rights because it was like one of his favorite songs growing up and he wow. just wanted to remake it. Um, so I want to play it real quick and that'll be the last video I got. And then we can kind of discuss some of that. And it is by J-Hope. <laughs> it's i wanted to share that because it's definitely like much more silly and lighthearted and like ah, it looked like a lot of fun man just the cars bouncing in the background the big monster trucks i don't know i'm what's so going mad on. i'm so mad that they got disney pixar get them cars back there bouncing around <laughs> in that music video that is crazy i totally forgot about that song and the fact being that they remade it and turned it into something that's yeah. Honestly, in my opinion, the, this remake is better. Yeah. <laughs> Not even yeah, understanding yeah. the words, it's better than the. Yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. Like, that's just crazy. And the fact, man, that, because I think Becky G is like a Latino artist, right? I think so. Yeah. So you got K pop, Latinx, or whatever, pronoun or whatever. And 
and then you got on this hip hop <laughs> sample song of a stupid song that I hate it, <laughs> and now I like this. I am I'm so confused. I'm conflicted. My emotions are all over the place right now. Look, I was right there with you. Because, okay, the original song, whenever it came out, I think I was like junior or senior year of high school. I hated it. I thought it was the dumbest song to ever come out. It was like super popular for like a couple of months. You heard it everywhere. At least I heard it everywhere at the time. And yeah, this is like really just like took me by surprise that one, someone remade this song that I viewed as just like terrible. But two, it was actually like enjoyable. Yeah. (laughs) And And the freaking video made me actually like... Want some damn chicken noodle soup. I know, right? Yeah. But I will say the choreography, though. I'm sitting there watching them get down to that chicken noodle soup dance, and I honestly broke out in a sweat watching the video because they were <laughs> the amount of choreography and dancing that they were doing. It looks fun, but looks exhausting at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It, they probably put in a lot of work to do all that choreography, I would imagine. Especially like for a video like that where you have like, how many people? That's probably like 30 plus people there all doing yeah, the same yeah. dance. I don't know if that stance is super complicated, but oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like they had like thirty people probably, and probably well, they probably had about fifty, and like thirty made it in the video because I think twenty probably passed out trying to keep up. <laughs> but yeah, man, there's uh, again going back to my sorry, kind of pointing out of you there, going back to my my view or my my view, my point I made at the beginning is there's just so much. It's such a wide range of music within the K-pop genre, mm-hmm. um, to the point where like. I would almost like not even like if you had told me like if you had just let me listen to that song like a few weeks before this like the song like the chicken noodle soup song we just listened to I would have been like that's that's not K-pop that's not there's no like poppy elements but uh, a lot of people would put that in the K-pop column you know yeah 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 I can yeah I, I can see that it, that that umbrella is huge for K-pop yeah um, but uh, yeah I definitely I appreciate the influence it's I'm. I'm still trying to get over that chicken noodle soup. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy the genre for, for what it is. It's, it's fun. Like for, for, for what it's worth, it's visually appealing when it comes to the music videos. And that's the number one thing I truly enjoy about it. Um, besides the artistry and the production work, of course. But but yeah, they, they, they seem to put, a, I'm not sure if it's by force or by choice, but they seem to put a lot of work <laughs> uh, into it. So I'm not sure if it's like a boot camp situation because... I know in America, a lot of the bands and groups that we saw coming up, a lot of them were like put together. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, some of them were organically put together, but they may start out one way, but then the final iteration of the group is right, right. kind of uh, determined by the record label and producers <laughs> and such. So, um, but with the K-pop groups, they seem like they're having a lot of fun, fun with it. Um, hopefully, it's something that they enjoy. But I know as a consumer, I mean, it's amazing seeing the the end result of all the work that they put into it so yeah and i'm just honestly going into this i did not at all think i would have this outlook at the end of it but i'm i'm excited to see like where it's gonna go like i'm probably gonna be like keeping up with k-pop at least like semi from now on like you know i want to see or now that it is such a global phenomenon or, or more uh, like American and, and English speaking artists going to be collabing with them and then making, you know, joint songs together. And even if it's just on the production side of things, like even that would still be amazing to see more of. So I'm excited for, for what's in store. Um, 
You know, I, I thought coming into this that it would be fun just because I really didn't know anything about the genre and it would be fun just to experience something new. But I actually like thoroughly found several groups, songs, artists, whatever you want to call it, that I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, yeah, it was a real, real pleasant surprise, this genre discovery, I will say for myself. Awesome. That's what I like. That's the point of the show. Yep. It's like to broaden horizons and try new things and hear new things and maybe pick up a language or two along the way. Maybe. I still need to need to work maybe maybe two more weeks and I'll be fluent in Korean and I can understand. You know, maybe maybe that's what it takes. All right. Y'all heard it first. The new album from Brandon Lee dropping next week. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Brand new K pop album. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Full Korean. No, I'm not gonna put in those little English sound bites. <laughs> yeah, like the occasional English word would be help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get me out of this. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening to the show. Uh don't forget to do all the things like follow, share, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you use. Um, everybody says Apple Podcasts because apparently that's the top one, but you know, whatever. Uh, Spotify, Pocket Cast, or whatever. Um, you can check out our website at afterlistenpod.com as well as on Twitter and Instagram at afterlistenpod. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye.